0: All right, this is the first official episode of Barbie Does Dating, and I am super excited. Um, I want to introduce, hopefully my most repeated co-host will be Mr. Steve Stolberg.
1: Hey. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on your first episode. That's I crazy. know.
0: Thank you for agreeing to it. Yeah. I love it. And we also have Nick Galetti over here. Yellow. <laughs> Nick is not excited to possibly chime in but
2: no, I just wasn't <laughs> expecting
0: it. It's okay. So Nick is going to be basically our producer and he is super 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 awesome. You should go listen to any of his podcasts. I'm actually going to post links to them when we pop this up on the Facebook or whatever it is we're doing. But Nick has been married for 17 years, so he might pop in and give us some nice married the sage wisdom.
2: Is that what this yes, is supposed to be? Yes, I All love right. that. Well, we'll see if that works out. Oh, yeah. It'll be sage.
0: It's going to be awesome. So what it is is I figured I'd talk a little bit about this podcast and what it is I want it to be. today's probably not going to be super structured. Probably none of these are going to be as structured as they probably could be because I'm a little bit ADD. But one of the things I'm kind of known for is my really weird dating stories because I have a lot of really weird dating stories. And I am kind of immersed in the singles culture, I guess. not as I've been kind of antisocial. Steve's probably more.
1: No, that's that's farce. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I Since I've gone so much, I think people forget. That See,
0: that's how it is with me, too. I think people forget I kind of exist when I travel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you go out of town and, and whatever, yeah. uh, it's like, oh, they're probably gone. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I'm just at home. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm just you, you, you should Netflix. probably say why you both travel.
0: Yeah, so let me give you guys a little bit of detail. So Nick's going to give us background or help us do a podcast <laughs> because we clearly don't know what we're doing. But so I'm Barbie Berg and I design a line of modest wedding dresses for a company called Mon Cherie. My line's called Modest by Mon Cherie. So I travel a decent amount for that and I go to stores and I do young women's presentations and things like that. Steve is a professional I'm a stand-up comedian. Modest
1: wedding model. He's
0: a modest wedding
1: model. <laughs> I wear the most modest. He, he's, he's,
2: he's a modest stand-up comedian.
0: He is a modest stand-up comedian. <laughs> yes. I, that's,
1: that's he doesn't sadly show a lot true. of legs.
0: He doesn't show a lot of leg.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I've a lot about of
0: it. yeah. I try to put him in plunging necklines. It's really nice.
1: <laughs> I won't wear those. <laughs> he has standards. He has I do. Standards.
0: Steve, tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: So, yeah, yeah, like you said, I mean, I'm a stand-up comic, so um, I'll travel doing that and doing whatever that means. I mean, stand-up comedy is such a funny job because you don't get to be a... No one's awesome at it right away. And then especially nobody knows who you are right away. And And it's not all nightclubs either. No, yeah, I do tons of... uh, Oh, that's a light bulb. (laughs) I put my hand on a lamp... (laughs) Just, Maybe i you just sorry move it. you can't see that. I've already stared into it.
0: I will post pictures but, uh, of this room later
2: because
1: it's, it's kind beautiful. of like a murder it's rather, room.
0: It's a little a scary. Murder room. It kind of looks like a murder room, Nick.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's good to know. I mean, it could... Use, Anyways,
0: we'll post use pictures.
1: Some maybe. <laughs> we'll uh, post
0: pictures. Anyways, can you introduce Steve?
1: And yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm doing corporate events and stuff like that, and I'm doing um, I'm doing races as an MC. I know people go, "What the heck is that?"
0: You do Ragnar, right?
1: Ragnar, yeah, yeah. So then I'm talking on the mic there for twelve hours, and uh, really, they're, they're at Being least MC? twelve hours. They're a long day.
0: Wow. But, uh, I thought it was just like the very beginning and then you go hang out.
1: Well, uh, on the roads, ones, I used to do mm-hmm. those and it was that way, but now I do the trail ones. And so they're not going anywhere and they're yeah. like, entertain us. <laughs> <laughs> For 12 hours. <laughs> For 12 hours. <laughs> Make it funny.
0: Make it funny while don't we Don't
1: bore us. He has a 12-hour <laughs> set.
0: <laughs> so that's actually how Steve and I met. We met once yeah. in parleys. I don't know if you remember that.
1: The mega ward. Yes, that the
0: mega ward.
1: People know about. I bet people across the world know about. Seriously.
0: Well, I talk about it enough. I was in Parley's for like two years.
1: As you're not a married there. guy, I have no idea what you're talking really? about. You don't. Okay, maybe it's not as infamous as we thought. Yeah, maybe not. It was an eight hundred or more per, person mid-singles wards. This was when they were using the term mid-singles. <laughs> mid-singles. Are many. they not anymore? I think just singles. And then Oh. Then the um, normal singles are known as YSA, <laughs> YSA. <laughs> Young Single Adult, whereas so that's the like, under thirty
2: ones is the Young Single Adult
1: under Above ones. that is mid singles.
0: Well, that's thirty one to forty five. Oh, is mid singles and so now 45 that
2: forty five and up is and I'm lost almost cause dead, ward.
0: or oh. as my mom calls, hopeless. Oh, which lovely. is funny because my mom is <laughs> single in <it>. seventy six. <laughs>
1: seventy six and single. Yeah. Um. So let's get a little personal. Are you guys in the mid singles category?
0: Yeah, I'm thirty-eight.
1: I'm I'm mid I'm single. I'm in the singles you category. <laughs>
0: you are not. You are not a YSA and don't even. No, I'm
1: not a YSA, but oh I'm I'm saying they don't call it mid singles anymore. They don't? Yeah. When yeah. did this change? I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel know like I, believe, I just Steve. heard this. It's I don't
0: probably know like the like name
2: Mormon in LDS that ago. it's just culturally there, but now we're trying to get yeah. away from
1: that and if I'm ever doing like a gig for and and uh I don't do these often, but I've done gigs for singles <laughs> wards or single adult things. And, uh, and and just mentioning mid-singles gets a laugh.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm just saying I'm not just a single. I'm a mid-single. I'm a
0: mid-single. <laughs> which is a special
1: kind of sad.
0: May, well, but you know what? I like it better than... Okay, so because I'm from Colorado originally where there's no mid-singles. Like they didn't have mid-singles. So it was as soon as you turn 31, you are in the... S- the single adult category, which is literally 31 to dead. Okay. And so you'd go to dances and things like that. And there were literally people with walkers and on oxygen. And the majority of the people were very senior citizens. Yeah. And so coming to a place where there was mid singles where it kind of cut off at like 45 or 50 was such a godsend for me. <laughs> so when I hear singles... I'm like, ugh, single adults.
1: Uh, that, and that might be it. I was in Colorado recently, and now that you say that,
0: that's right. that
1: was who educated me on it. Colorado was like, uh, we don't have mid-singles.
0: Yeah, they don't. They don't have any wards or anything.
1: We're just normal. Yeah. And I thought, that's great.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know that I'd go that far.
1: I'm from Colorado. <laughs> they're not no. normal. <laughs> no,
0: they're wonderful people, and I love them all. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so that is how Steve and I met, was at the Parley's ward. He... I remember seeing you, there was the Big Parley's auction, and you were emceeing it. And oh. I remember telling whoever I was with, I was like, that dude's really funny. And I didn't know you were a stand-up comedian. I just thought you were <laughs> a funny guy in the ward. And so, and then I found out that you became, or that you were a stand-up comedian. And I've been to a couple of your shows. And then I realized last night that we became friends because I kind of stalked you. And just started Uh-oh. sending you messages on Facebook. And I can't even remember how it started. That's
1: how most of my friendships start. It, no, that's, that's how actually true, most but,
0: of my friendships start. Ask yeah. any of my best friends, and I basically went and was like, we're going to be friends, and that's how it began. I
1: think that's great. I think that's Moderating. a good way to do it, to just say we <laughs> be, be to friends. Know, yeah.
0: It's just a Barbie thing. Yeah. It's just all it is. <laughs> like, honestly, if you ask probably five of my best friends, I literally saw them in release Society, sitting by themselves. And I went down, sat down next to them and said, hey, be my friend. And then I stalked them until they were.
2: So you're an introvert.
0: Very much so. <laughs> very shy. Very shy. Very quiet. I used to be. Isn't that weird?
2: But how does that work in dating?
0: Not well. <laughs> Not well at all. Why? Um, The biggest problem for me is that because I'm super, super extroverted. But then sometimes when I get home, I, I do kind of like to be quiet. And I have had numerous guys that have dated me tell me that I'm quite boring. Oh, that's and, very nice and of them to yes, say that. Yes, it's very fun. And so I actually live in fear of being boring all the time.
1: Is that the survey you give them after the date? Pretty much. Please, I do. I have a questionnaire. And...
0: I do. I have one of those little postcards. How was your service? <laughs> you know, all of that. So That's so
1: weird to me, though, that they would say that. Mm-hmm. Where, I mean, if I'm on a date, I admit that I feel very much responsible. I don't know. I don't. I do feel responsible for the entertainment mm-hmm. and making sure it's fun. But at the same time, if she's not playing ball, um, yeah, it's like okay. But for them to call you boring, it's like okay. So, so you didn't realize this. Yeah, it's a two way street, pal. <laughs> Come on.
0: Well, I think it's because when I'm home, because I put out a lot of energy in what I do for a living, and when I go out and I'm with friends, when I'm home, I watch a lot of Netflix. Like. Mm. I have rewatched watched 30 Rock, the series, probably 20 times. Yeah. I love it. It's almost always on in the background for me because I have ADD and I need TV on all the time. But so when I'm home, I like to be kind of quiet and I'm kind of mellow and I love to sleep. And so I think they're kind of like surprised that I have a different side to me. And so I think they think that at home, I'm just gonna be like, ah, let's do all this stuff. And I'm like, let's lay on the couch. <laughs> let's be mellow.
2: So we know that you're... Extroverted, but you're also duplicitous in that.
0: That's a fun word.
2: <laughs> sorry, too big. I'm sorry. But so, are you finding though that that most of the people you date are giving you feedback like that? No, I, it that was... sounds really bold to me that someone would say you're boring.
0: Yeah, that was back in Colorado. A couple guys that I dated were very yeah. So that's been a while. I haven't gotten much feedback. I haven't really dated a lot in the last. This last, well.
2: Well, is this where we introduce your 100 days of dating or oh whatever that is? Oh, my goodness. That, that, we can talk about that. Dates? That's We got to learn about you.
0: Okay. So one of the things that I do is I get really bored and I come up with random ideas, like starting a podcast.
1: <laughs> here so, we are.
0: Here we are. Um So one day it was, it's been like four years, I think. And I woke up one day and or I couldn't sleep one night and I was like, oh, I should do a dating challenge. That'd be kind of fun. And so, for some reason, I decided on 100 dates. And so, I decided to go on 100 dates in a year. And I pimped myself out, like, big time. Yeah, I
2: remember I tried to hook you up with a few people, Yes,
0: you did. And... I was like, there was a picture of me on my Facebook profile that said, like, trying to get to 100 dates, help me find people, and I was just, I was pimping myself out. And it was a really fun experience, actually. It wasn't as weird as I, I was really kind of hoping for some weird dates, and I didn't really have any.
2: Yes, you did. Oh, the
0: old guy, you, you Dave. You had some, I, I love some Dave. dates. Yeah, Come so we'll, we'll probably go into that more on a different podcast. We might have a whole thing where I just talk about that. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So, yes, but so the goal with this podcast is... As a mid-single, which now I'm going to feel all self-conscious about, but I don't care. I'm still (laughs) mid-single. Yeah. Um, As a mid-single, it can be really easy to, as Steve said, you can get really good at being single. And you can kind of almost get into this lifestyle of being single. I think that's what people in Utah fall into a lot is we just kind of are okay with being single. Or at least we have told ourselves that we're okay with being single because it gets really depressing to be like, oh, I wanted to start this kind of life. I wanted to do this. So what I wanted to do was share some of my weird dating stories, share any, we'll call it advice. With me, I found it's more of, I did these dumb things, you shouldn't do those, rather than, I don't know, I guess that is advice, but it's really just from Barbie being dumb. And, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really bad. So I want to do that, but then I also want to sh- share stories of people that I know that have met somebody that has been really successful. So... That's why I asked Steve, because I was like, oh, I need somebody to bounce off of. And Steve is hilarious.
1: Oh, okay. And, <laughs> no and don't confuse that, that you just said been very successful. Don't think that that's me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, and then also for those people, I mean, that when we were saying there's people who can get really good at being single, oh, yeah. and we've met them in Utah, and we know them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe even outside Utah, there's, I'm sure there's people outside Utah who are very good at being single. Yeah. But also if you're the listener who's hearing this and already anxiety is coursing through your body because we're talking about being single and dating and stuff like that. I think I identify with that person just fine. I know what you're going through. And so I would implore for that person to keep listening.
0: Yes, please. I promise. It'll be worth it. If anything, I like to use my weird dating life as an example of like, it could be worse. Don't you even worry. It's going to be okay. Like, you will survive this. Right. Barbie's been on some crazy dates. It's going to be okay. Um, I also like to tell a lot of dating stories to my married friends. And I always jokingly tell them like, oh, if you ever start feeling like, oh, maybe my marriage isn't working out. Oh, just come hang out with some singles. Maybe go to a singles dance. That'll get you working <laughs> out with your wife real quick. Real it's quick.
2: Marriage therapy. I'm
0: telling you <laughs> really fast. I went, we'll we'll maybe do a whole blo- a podcast about Singles dances. Cause oh my gosh! I hate them so much. But there are some people that work so hard to put them together, and and some people have really a great time. But I do not. And but there, there was a singles dance that I went to last year, and I took video of it and sent it to. My sister and her husband and I was like, just in case you were ever, you know, feeling like maybe this marriage wasn't going to work, this is what you have to look forward to. And it was a lot of very sad white people doing why what we do at dances. Why is a
2: dance the thing that we've chosen as the social know. activity for Mormonism? It seems like even as youth, there were youth dances, now Big there's time. single adult da- Why on earth? I mean, people say, oh, well, you get to be social. I've found a thousand other ways to be social with people. Like, why can't it be a game night or yeah. something where you're actually interacting with people and having a good time instead of being awkward for three hours? Yeah.
0: It's actually one of the most antisocial things that you can do because you don't really talk to someone while you're dancing. And then half the time, you're just grouped up with your friends and you don't talk to anyone new. Like, it's a horrible way to meet people.
2: I yeah, know there's a whole bunch of DJs out there going, please stop talking Please stop about talking. dances. This <laughs> I is know. my income.
1: I love Cotton Eye Joe.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> the chicken dance. Oh, my gosh.
0: I have to say, though, the only time I've had fun at a dance is with Rob as a DJ.
1: Oh, Rob is great. Rob, Rob Frey.
0: Rob Frey is amazing. And I joke with him that he's the only DJ I've ever seen that can make Mormons dance. Because Mormons don't dance. So that's kind of the not other well. funny thing. Yeah, not well. Unless it's ballroom. Yeah, that's true. But (laughs)
1: that's true. We're
0: not big dancers. Like you go to wedding receptions, nobody's dancing. Like that's not what we do. So it is funny that it's like, let's go to a singles dance where we don't know what we're doing and we're all uncomfortable. That sounds great. And then you add a bunch of mid-singles in there. But then
2: Is it the same questions, by the way, that people ask when you're like maybe slow dancing or something? Probably. Is it the I mean we when we were doing the youth dances, it was always the same questions. What's your name? What ward are you in? Uh, what was the other thing? There was one or two other things that were just like every oh, yeah. person you asked was the same. What do you? What is your favorite music or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that was is my guess. I was like, <laughs> is it what your
1: favorite music is? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. I will take awkward Mormons for 600. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, this is not getting anybody anywhere.
0: No, it doesn't. Well, because as Mormons, I also think that we have these standard questions that we all ask, like, what do you do? Like, where'd you grow up? How many kids are in your family? What do you do for a living? Because if you, you don't meet the minimums,
2: yeah. you're just out.
0: There right? are some people that really are <laughs> yeah. that way. And I'm just more like, we don't know how to have real conversations. <laughs> so here's what we say. Yeah, the the questions you ask during dances, I don't know. I hate slow dancing with a passion. I have issues. It's I think it's because I'm such a socially awkward person. And so, you don't come
2: across as social. I know, but
0: when it comes to like slow dancing and like one on one, I can't do it. Like it sands me into a panic. Is it
2: the breath thing? Is that what it is? No, it's the like, (laughs) I think it's
0: the, I don't know. I just don't like it. And so, but you can't, I will say, I do have to bring up. So, one thing about this podcast is it's going to be run by Mormons. I am not, I'm a little not crude, but I'm a little unique. And so, just know that some people might find it a little risque but i have to talk about the fact that at some mid singles dances you find people just grinding on each other have you been to those Um, dances where it's like all the divorced people come i found it's mostly divorced people because (laughs) for obvious (laughs) reasons their their
1: spaces are different uh personal space is different um i don't know I, i i don't think i've been to as many single dances in a long time i um He's probably wondering where they are so he can start going now. <laughs> yeah.
0: When I first <laughs> this moved to Utah. sounds weird. Where are they? <laughs> where are These are, they? are bad. Where are they? <laughs> How often? When I first moved to Utah, I got invited to a lot of parties and a lot of social events down in what I call the Jordans. So like gotcha. West Jordan, South Jordan, all of that. And for some reason, there was this group of mid-singles that were down there that – Occasionally, they were drinking and they were always grinding on each other, and everybody was always making it. It was a very strange situation. Yeah. And I was like, How am I invited to this? I don't understand. But
1: yeah. Oh, I I haven't, see, so yeah, I haven't gone, I don't think I've been invited to those. Um, <laughs> but I went to Duck Beach one year.
0: Oh. And,
1: and I it, what it, always is that? wanted
0: to go, Oh, yeah. Nick, most people what's, don't know what Duck Beach Duck is. What's Duck
1: Beach? Duck Beach is a Memorial Day weekend. Uh, celebration of singleness. <laughs> you go to Duck Beaches over in uh, where is it? It's North in Carolina, I think. North Carolina, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's beautiful. It's like the beaches where uh, Nick Sparks writes all his books. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. And uh, idyllic. So you have these beaches with these gigantic, tall beach houses, and everybody like it's like Utah has a house. Mm-hmm. New York has a house, DC has a house, and that's where singles from all these different places come and they stay in the houses and then they just have dance parties mm-hmm. and you go to the beach. This is a thing. It's oh, every yeah. year and it's it's huge. I mean, I went, oh, it was like 6, 7 years ago. And um Is it kind of unofficial or is it like a
0: It's not church sponsored necessarily. Yeah, it's, necessarily. Unofficial, for yeah, sure. it's okay. unofficial.
1: Um the year I went, they were they were filming a documentary Mm -hmm. and I went with one of my uh, other comedian buddies and they kept trying to put him on the, and he was like, no, thank you. And, uh, talk to my agent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, uh, I was new enough in the comedy industry world that I was like, I don't know why he's saying no, but, okay. (laughs) (laughs) and now I'm like, oh my gosh, he was so nice. Very polite the way he said no. Um, but, uh, I mean, we had a great time because we hung out with our group, and then he was very able to go. We're not going to want to hang out with these people. We're going to want to go over here, mm-hmm. and and then and so I think it wasn't what people expected. A lot of times, people go, "Oh, it's just this big make-out fest," and I'm surprised people aren't pregnant yeah. after. And uh, it was. I mean, we actually did just kind of let go and had fun, and I was like, "Oh, that was really cool." Mm-hmm. However, I've been to those dances where everyone's grinding up on each other and the awkwardness is I went to this was a high school dance. So when I was in high school, there was three Mormons where I went to school. Mm-hmm. And I remember going there and seeing everybody grinding. And I was like, oh, is that how you dance? I don't think <laughs> I can do this.
2: Are <laughs> you supposed to do it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's what I'm supposed to do. It seems wrong. And so I was like, I got to find the other Mormon. Mm-hmm. A- and I knew he was there. And he was like a very attractive mm-hmm. dude. Like everybody liked him, and and uh, he was just a good-looking guy. Yeah. And uh, I f- I found him, and he was in the middle of a ton of girls, with his shirt off, swinging <laughs> it above his head <laughs> like a helicopter. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can't do that either. <laughs> Try to find my identity. Amongst it would have been these.
0: awesome if you just randomly took your shirt off and started swinging it around.
1: <laughs> no girls around me. <laughs> Looks like I'm shooing away flies more than anything. <laughs> At least that's right. what you're telling people.
0: <laughs> In fact, I think we should go to a mid singles dance soon, and you just try that move.
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think that that's would be not awesome. going to happen. But. <laughs> <laughs>
2: will take tips, though. <laughs> <He will.
0: laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I mean, I'm not <laughs> gotta, gotta about food. That. On I'll
2: the just table. fling
0: quarters at you. <laughs> <Bing. Thanks. laughs>
2: you know, it might be interesting as a call out to any listeners that hear this. It would be really interesting to get a story of someone who met at a church dance yes. and eventually got married.
0: I know people. Because
2: do you really? Yes, I've I never do. heard of that happening.
0: But you know what's funny is they are always incredibly attractive people that they're like. Oh, yeah, he came up and asked me to dance. And, like, I don't know, maybe just because I don't get asked to dance a lot, but <laughs> it always seems to happen to those really beautiful people that they're like, we looked at each other from across the floor and we made our way. But I know one or two people.
2: Do you really? I
0: do, whose name I cannot remember. If you were my friend and you met at a dance, <laughs> would you please tell <laughs> me? Still, this it?
1: big net out. <laughs> not that I don't remember you. Not you're that fantastic I don't you, and not you're close. important.
0: Anyone that knows me knows that I do not remember names because I meet so many people that I I just don't know your name half the time. And then I live in fear of not knowing your name. Like people that I have known for a while. I'll introduce one of my best friends to people and I'll be like, this is Crystal. And I'm like, (laughs) I have known her for 12 years. So I'm just kind of special. Yes, if anybody has any stories that they would ever want us to share. Or read. That's one of the things we're going to start doing. I do have an email address. It's Barbie Does dating at gmail.com. Please send me anything. Please send me feedback. Just nice things, maybe. Um, you can say mean <laughs> things. I don't know. I'll just sit alone and cry and probably eat. But So, yeah, if you guys want to share anything. But I would love to hear. I know that I have friends that have met at a single stance, But they were YSA. I don't know people that have met at mid-singles
1: dances.
2: All right.
0: So there you go.
1: Whatever the tier above mid-singles, I feel like they would meet at a dance. Oh, they do. But I think that that's maybe why we're still doing it, is because dancing, I think, was much more popular uh, many, many years ago. And uh, I think that that was the acceptable social. Now, dancing has just evolved into, I mean, there's still dances, Mm -hmm. but we don't go to a dance and say, and now the foxtrot. Yes. You know, it's like... (laughs) Wow.
0: And now another- That
1: is an old reference. (laughs) It is very old, yeah. Back in the 30s. Back in the 30s. Actually,
0: the one dance that I had fun at, it was a church activity when I was in YSA that I actually met a ton of people. They did a square dancing activity. It was one of the funnest things I've ever done because you constantly are changing partners and you actually meet each other and nobody knows what they're doing, so you're just laughing and having fun. I would say I would go to one of those again. Absolutely. There you go.
1: I, I think it's easier when it is a little bit more defined yes. as to what your job is. Yes. And if you're uh, part of it is to say, you're well, you're going to do this dance mm-hmm. and you have fun doing that dance and uh, or learning that dance, yeah. not even necessarily doing it. Um, I think that's easier. And I, and I totally know it is like that reference is Seriously, from the 1930s. (laughs) But I'm not surprised that maybe church social activity hasn't evolved as much. Yeah, Yeah. Um, That actually says a lot. Yeah.
0: Well, honestly, though, the single adult dances I've gone to where it's a joke that some of the guys are on Oxygen and and with walkers and stuff, they'll come up and ask you to dance and they actually know how to dance. And it's actually a very enjoyable experience, but I'm just kind of like... You know, you're dancing with them, and you're like, so do you have a grandson that's
1: single, maybe?
0: (laughs) Or I'm like, or are you rich with heart problems? Maybe we can talk more. (laughs) Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: That's always been my joke is they're like, would you marry somebody a lot older than you? I'm like, if he's rich with heart problems, absolutely
1: I would. (laughs) Have another donut. Have another donut. Oh, my gosh.
0: I know. There's reasons I'm single. There's many reasons I'm single, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. 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 I've felt the same way we did. I did that thing recently with, uh, we did a, why are you still single? Or no, we, I'm sorry, I'm blanking a little bit. And I, I. it's because I don't want to sidetrack our conversation. But oh, yeah. I basically w- just wanted to say, I know some of the reasons <laughs> why I'm still single. Is this like, a
2: market research group that's been hired to... We analyze did,
1: Uh we did a commercial it wasn't a commercial but it was a PSA for um, LDS living that was it oh, oh yeah yeah I yes. saw that yeah. yeah if
0: you guys haven't seen it it's very funny and you can see Steve in all of his glory
1: we chatted and and we we were gonna go into more detail but and there was some awkward moments that we shared yeah during that and I remember like I should probably email the editor and be like hey you know those things I said yeah <laughs> That we're really honest, but maybe I'm embarrassed by. Can you not?
0: (laughs) Maybe not. So this is going to be a total sidetrack that Steve's probably not going to like that I'm going to do. But if you have not seen Steve live or if you've not seen his little uh, LDS Living thing or you just don't know Steve, Steve is a very attractive fella. And Uh. (laughs) uh, he is also single. (laughs) And ladies, you should you know email me and ask to meet him because he is a delight that was as well. A huge sidetrack. Barbie is going to pimp the heck out of Steve. No, this is not Barbie's really. he thing. Need it. She does
1: do that, which do. is very nice. We I think do
0: it all the time.
1: I think actually it's a healthy thing, and I I'm not going to discourage it at the same <laughs> at the <laughs> same, same time. <laughs> In fact, why'd you just give her that twenty? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, actually, I no. Think but that's... in general, though, I think people should do that. Yeah, I think I'm, to I'm hook not people
2: up with be... each other. I agree. I have been told that is like a major. Don't do that. I know a
0: lot of people that say that too. I love getting set up. I love it.
1: You have to learn the right way to do it. Yes, and and so the people who say don't do that, they're probably right because they've been do they've been it's been done in a bad way mm-hmm. where it's like what's the bad way shoving each other towards each other. Look at you two. You're both single. <laughs> um, I think the good way is to m- probably not even let either one know about it. I would agree. What do you mean? How do like you do invite that?
0: them to like a dinner. You invite party them both your house to a or party. Something. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, and they don't know, and you just sit there secretly going, "I know." <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. I know. I think these two would be a match. <laughs> and <laughs> you happen to set them r- next to each yes. other. Yes, have your fingers
2: together. You do. That's
1: the right way to do it, in my yes. opinion. The wrong way to do it is to. Uh, Make them awkward even before they have a chance. Yeah. And say, She likes potatoes. You're from Idaho. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, whatever.
0: I think, I think one of the hardest things about getting set up, because I used to be much heavier than I was, like I was telling them before, I used to weigh 300 pounds. And when I did, because everybody was like, We love your personality. We have somebody we want you to meet. And every time, and I'm always open to it, always. But every time, the literal only thing that we had in common when they would set us up is, he is also morbidly obese. Oh, my gosh. You should have fun together.
2: And I'm like... See, but that's where it went wrong to me. Like, hooking people up where you go, I think these two people would get along. Yeah. I'm not saying they need to get married, but I think they could have a good time. Absolutely. That alone sounds like it's off limits. You You have to craft some sneaky scenario to get them together. I mean...
1: Yes, in a way that is that is true. You are being sneaky. Yeah, um, and, it's like uh, a
2: covert operation, and uh, that almost sounds like too much effort.
0: It is, and it's almost like you have to make it make them think it was their idea. Kind of why, like the dinner party is kind of the good idea because then they end up hanging out together, and then they're like, "Oh, we should hang out more." What a great idea we've had! And you're in the back going, "Yes, I did it," but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean it. it, it I think if it does sound like scary territory and if you're listening and you're going, yeah, that does sound weird, (laughs) then don't do it. Don't do it. It's not, we're not saying you have to, but if you're, uh, if you're, there are people who definitely are the, uh, I hate the word influencer because it's, (laughs) when people put that on there, like I'm an influencer, I'm like, I'm a sick to my stomach, (laughs) but, uh, but, um. I would agree. But if you're one of those people who who is like, I invite and organize parties, that, that's the person who I would say should do it. But if you're like, I don't like doing that, then it's like, yeah, don't do it.
0: Yeah, then don't do it. For sure. That's how I actually think I started Facebook stalking you and messaging you, was I had a friend I wanted you to meet. But I wanted you to come to one of my dating things that I was doing. Oh, I think that's okay. how we met. Or how...
2: Dating things that you yeah, were doing? Yeah, so
0: I like to organize big group dates. And in Colorado, I did it a lot. Like, my biggest group date that I ever organized was, like, 80 people. And so oh what gosh. they would do is they'd, like, submit their information to me. <laughs> uh-huh. And I would set them up. And so they'd show up, and I'd set them on mini group dates. I don't know. I've had quite a bit of success from it. so I've Do had you some charge friends for this service? Of, um, it just depends on what we're doing. Sometimes it's, like, $10. But... I miss doing it. You're not I actually, making money on
1: it, kind of thing. No. It's just like a thing. It's you're just doing. a
0: thing I like to do. I love, love. I like to see people Aww, get together. That is. Awful. That's actually really true. Like, I just want to see people happy. Which and, is why
2: you're doing this too.
0: Which is why I'm doing this as well. Like, don't make the mistakes I do, so you don't <laughs> have to be single as long as I. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. What else do we want to talk about today? I've got a, I've got a
2: question for you. We have answers. When you, well, great. <laughs> um, when you guys go on a date, at what point in a relationship do you start thinking about marriage?
0: We're Mormons on the first date.
1: I mean, <laughs> it's a loaded question. A little bit. That was bit. a pregnant pause. Loaded, right but there. It was a very pregnant <laughs> pause. Um, I. The thing is. Yeah, you are thinking about it in the Mm -hmm. back of your mind. But here's the thing. I didn't get to be this age by (laughs) thinking about it or pushing it that much. Being single, never married. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's interesting because so and we might end up talking about it right now. I don't know. I was just telling Barbie this week. So I, I dive bombed a relationship accidentally. Uh, one that was really just, a a friendship that I had, uh, um, I, yeah, I decided to message this girl that we had been messaging back and forth, and Mm -hmm. we had been on a few dates. Yeah. And I decided to write, um, this, hey, I feel like I'm being ignored, Mm -hmm. obviously you're not interested, and this is why I'm sending you so many messages. And this is this is this is why. And I was trying to explain, explain, explain so so much. And um, everything that you could do wrong on the checklist of <laughs> don't say this. I mean, I did it, and I <laughs> took and and it and, it, and I, I I know that sounds simple to say, but I did some cringy. <laughs> Like, there was a section, and this is maybe too vulnerable, but I'm going to share it because um, hopefully it'll make you laugh. But I was like, because I was this freaking hurt puppy or whatever, where I was like, oh, she doesn't <laughs> like me. She hates me. And I needed validation so badly, mm-hmm. and which all women find uh, really attractive. And um, <laughs> had broken my own heart, decided that she was done with me. And hated me and thought I was uh, some Cretan. and so I was like, "It's okay, my heart's broken, <laughs> but I have a heart of gold <laughs> or something." It was,
2: it was, it was the worst. Almost poetic.
1: Oh, it was, <laughs> it was poetic by third grade standard. By a third grade standard, who like if you had fed a third grader too much <laughs> Dimetap or something. Wow. I mean it was bad. And I think I I even sh- I don't think I know. I I even shared like and here's a song that I like to listen to. <laughs> oh my gosh. It this was This is like tragic. It was bad. It was so 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 bad. You must have really been into this girl. Uh yeah, yeah. Um
0: but I actually don't think that's what it was. But
1: it was it wasn't so much the the core of it. And, and the way it actually relates to what we were just talking about, which was the um, uh, how soon do you think about marriage? Yeah. Uh, the core of it was me needing validation. And we'll even talk about that a little bit more in just a sec, I think. But but she took it as you are trying to push this into we're going to get, you're trying to, to progress this relationship too fast. And really, um, the truth is, is what I needed was just somebody to, to, to be my friend and to be like, you're okay, buddy. You know, (laughs) I don't need you to say, I love you too. I was like, (laughs) no, I needed you to be like, I had a good day. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, uh, but so I think there's this mutual fear on both sides. The guy's Uh not feeling validated for the basic things. Which, and then the girls, or or the other way around. This could go either way, uh, so I shouldn't say the guys or the girls. The other person uh, feeling like you are pushing it to marriage too quickly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you ask how early do you think about marriage, for sure, I think a healthy person would think about it right away. Really? would go, "How are we compatible? Are is this a is a, that the same though? I how think, are we compatible and. In- can we get married? Is that the same? I, I think it should be. Okay. Um, in Mormon
0: culture, I think it very much is. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think, uh, and and when I say compatible, I don't mean like, are we the same person or whatever? I just mean, are you having fun together doing regular everyday things? And I think that that's, because then it's like, that's real life. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, what I want in a relationship is somebody that I can have fun with in real life and uh, and enjoy that. And the hard thing is, is I think we so often uh, get ourselves so wrapped up in our anxieties. Um, mine was the need of validation, mm-hmm. and and I I just set a fire to that relationship and watched it burn. <laughs> 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 because I was so caught up on that, and I think if I had been much more comfortable, just saying. You know what? You're, uh, I think, well, to be honest, I mean, Barbie and I talked about this a ton the other day. To be honest, for me, it was a huge, huge moment of like revelation and, and the real honest truth about it that it's like I almost feel embarrassed sharing on a podcast because I don't want it to feel like I'm just being flippant with for me what was a transformative, like spiritual experience yeah. to be able to go, oh, I don't need validation from her at all or anybody. Or from an audience as being a stand-up comedian, or from whatever I am using for my validation, I need to realize my intrinsic value as uh, me. And that's a big deal. It was huge it was. for me, yeah. and I am still like feeling it and having it wash over me. And um, and I think if I think that's super super important, but um, the. Root cause of what caused me to light this relationship on fire <laughs> with my heart of gold <laughs> and my and sad songs. songs. Yes, I mean, let's just share the song though, John Moreland, You John don't Moreland. care for me enough to cry. Unbelievable song. Oh
2: wow, try to make her <laughs> feel guilty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Well, no, I. She had mentioned, Nah, this is too much. Yeah, I don't want to mean... give her and inf- and and whatever. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't about how I was feeling towards her at all. Um, Well, the title sounds pretty... It does sound like Pretty manipulative. (laughs) It wasn't meant to be targeted to her. It was meant to be You didn't make
2: me feel good, so I'm going to make you feel like
1: garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have uh, shared it, but it's a beautiful song. it's fun. Um, But uh, uh, anyways. (laughs) Oh, shoot.
0: (laughs) Yes, Steve actually called me the other night and we had this big discussion about the podcast and he told me all the details. And at first... I'm like, it's not that bad. And then it kept going. I'm like, oh. Okay. So this is your
2: mountain. And then of- we
0: got to the song and I'm like, "Oh, why okay.
1: did you?" Yeah.
0: But the thing is, I don't think it was really about her, like you said. No, it, it wasn't. You were not madly in love with this girl. Like you saw potential.
1: Right. Right. You enjoyed I, being with her. I enjoyed being with her, and that's Absolutely. that's where we were at. But I I uh, I let my anxiety of the need for validation, Correct. which um, I was trying to get from the wrong sources, yes, um, turn into uh, a monster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, can I tell you that, as if, if from what I'm hearing,
2: uh-huh. you hit kind of a rock bottom, in in a sense, you hit, yeah. a, you yeah. hit, uh, you hit kind of a rock bottom of, of needing validation. Mm-hmm. If I, 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 there's no one piece of advice, but. I would say that I wish I had had that realization before I got married oh. mm. because as I mean, I've been married 17 years is the time of this recording, but I've had to deal with that for at least 13 of those years wow. wow! where I've kind of had to feel like the only way that I feel like I'm a good husband or a good father is when... This outside thing is happening mm-hmm. when this when we have a big enough house when we have a when my kids are are in gymnastics and having these frivolous things instead of hey they've got food clothes shelter yeah. they're not dying they're getting a good education I should be pretty happy yeah with what I'm doing no it wasn't that I I was looking for validation as a husband and a father in so many other places mm-hmm. that it caused all sorts of other stresses so the fact that you've Come to a very potent and definitive realization of that before you're married. Your marriage is going to be infinitely better because of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, agree I like with hearing that. that. I I think it it's interesting because I think there's so many men who are in and women, um, very much so. Anybody, people on earth who are in that situation and feel oh, that absolutely. Um, and social media is as popular as it oh. is because people need
2: that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, very good. We're, point. we're all addicted to validation and social media is crack. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is.
0: It is. That's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. Please validate me. Uh- <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: to feed our addiction, share to this feed my with other people.
0: <laughs> please share this and make sure to like it so I feel better about myself. But uh,
1: I guess the, the part that where this takes us is to say uh, so, where the heck do you get validated? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and to be honest, I think that that's the part I'm still like, um, this is the very Mormon part of the podcast, but that I'm still praying about and figuring out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I almost feel guilty a little bit where it's like, well, Steve, you know and I have a testimony that you're a child of God. Um, is that not enough? And I want to be able to say, you're absolutely right. That is enough. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in a lot of ways— and maybe it will be. It is. And I think maybe just strengthening that testimony of that because that should be enough. Yeah. It really should. And I think it's because—well, Barbie and I joked the other day where I was saying, I mean, I am a child of God like everybody else, so I am <laughs> a special starfish. I am
2: very <laughs> unique. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I am a special special starfish. starfish. I am a snowflake. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That's I think that's the term. But I'm so special that I call it a starfish.
0: No, I like starfish much better.
2: <laughs> no, it's the starfish. The the the, the analogy of being thrown he throws back them in the into ocean. the sea. Yeah. 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 No, I, I got get it.
1: tossed back into the ocean, hopefully. <laughs> I'm just You're not shriveling up. up on the shore. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm just I am in the (laughs) mid-singles.
0: It's a big ocean. Don't you even worry. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that I took from our conversation the other day was, and I brought this up to you, was that you were vulnerable, and maybe while it wasn't done in the most productive way, you were vulnerable, and that is something that mid-singles have such a hard time with, or singles in general, that... We very much are so put together, and we live this life of, nope, I can take care of everything, and I don't, I like if I have somebody, that's great, but I don't need somebody. We are not vulnerable, and I have a dating coach. Steve actually, is she a dating coach or a life coach?
1: Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah. So is mine. Yeah.
0: And they're actually not the same person, which and, is kind of funny. And also a therapist. Really. <laughs> and a therapist.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was mine. her last job. Yeah. But, well, but,
2: any coach is going to be therapist
0: yeah. in some
1: way.
2: But
0: that's one of the things that my dating coach has talked to me about is she's like being vulnerable is how you actually make a true connection with someone. Mm -hmm. And we are not vulnerable very often. And so while it maybe wasn't a great memory for you to now have, I think you've learned so much from it and you've opened yourself up. But I'm like, you are vulnerable, Steve. That is a big deal.
2: There's nothing more vulnerable than being married. So if you can't can't be vulnerable in dating – Yeah. I don't see how you think that's going to change once you're married. Yeah. Because you surrender everything to your spouse and you start to share everything. Mm -hmm. So if you can't be vulnerable when you're dating, what are you dating towards? Yeah. You're dating towards vulnerability, like extreme vulnerability. Oh, I like that. Wow. I hadn't thought that was really
0: profound. Look at Nick. Nick hey, didn't even want to get is on the microphone. Sage I know. I had to like basically force Nick. I'm like, you're <laughs> gonna probably say some stuff because we Just need. Because I was unprepared. I know. But that's when it's better. I like it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I think you were vulnerable, and it's something I need to work on. I know it's something as mid singles we really need to work on.
1: Well, and that. So the big thing my life coach has told me, Corsi, you know, she's my coach. So so do with what you feel is yeah. right. Um, But she encourages me and my dating relationships to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. She's like, you seem like you are so caught up on doing the perfect date and doing the right thing. I took this one girl that I had a huge crush on one time up to um, Park City for a fancy dinner and, and had the conversation even kind of planned out in my head Mm -hmm. and i remember i had her laughing the whole time (laughs) and i thought this is the best i'm at an expensive restaurant we had creme brulee and (laughs) she was laughing and the date ended and she's like this has been one of the best dates i've ever been on in my life and i was like i am the success of (laughs) this angel singing
2: hallelujah
1: yeah and shortly after that she said but i'm not interested I mean, oh. not right then, in that moment. Oh,
0: okay. I was a little sad for you right then.
1: I mean, like, wow, it was really standards. only a couple days later. Oh, really? That she said, yeah, thank you, but not interested. And I went, what the heck went wrong? I yeah. did everything right. And um, Did she tell you? Uh, oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I, n- I never found out. Wasn't Can we send her survey? a comment card? Yeah. She's yeah. married she maybe... now? No, <laughs> I'm sure she's super happy. <laughs> um, With
2: someone else. <laughs> With... <laughs> <laughs> with some other
1: <laughs> dork who wasn't as good as me yeah. he doesn't feed you creme brulee he not feed
0: you creme brulee
1: <laughs> are his jokes funnier <laughs> <laughs> tell me now tell me now <laughs> no uh, oh. <laughs> so that's that's yeah. what my life coach says make mistakes though she's like learn to uh, just be yourself because if the conversation is planned, one, it's not authentic. It's mm-hmm. definitely not going to be vulnerable. It's going to be just this. I'm going to do a set. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's my You're performing. It's yeah. my show. And so, uh, yeah, it's not the real me. Mm-hmm. And and so now, she's encouraged me to make mistakes. And and this message that I sent out, of course, it was a message. I probably should have done it in person. Mistake number one. But also. Um, the quickness of just going, I knew right before I said it, I was like, this seems like it might be a mistake. Oh, well, you know, send. that's. <laughs>
0: <send>. <laughs> you needed a buffer there and you needed someone to read it and say, you can't send this.
1: You can't. Yeah. But, it would have been good. But in reality, like, I'm like super thankful it happened because yep. now I feel better and I'm like, okay, that was, I fixed that and mm-hmm. it's okay to make mistakes. And uh, and be vulnerable. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a balance of the right kind of vulnerability. The kind of vulnerability I think I was doing was definitely the wrong kind um, in yeah. that message. Yes. And I think there was a degree of, which is such a bummer because we talked about this, I really hate pity. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a degree of me trying to use pity there, which is one of my least favorite all great relationships things. are based on pity. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why most women novels? get married. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ugh. I feel so, so bad for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I didn't say at any point like please pity me or whatever. But yeah. I there's part of me in the in the recess of my brain goes, Was that what you were trying to do? Mm-hmm. or uh, that which is gross. <laughs> which gross. Is gross.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's no creme brulee, that's for sure. It's not. No.
0: <laughs> it's okay, though. You've you've learned a lot from it. Like, the last relationship that I was in was last year, and it was bad, and it went really bad, and I'm still learning things from it. And while some people have been like, oh, do you wish you just hadn't started dating him? And I'm like, no, honestly, I learned so much about myself yeah. in that horrible, horrible experience that I'm like, oh. It just kind of it helped me retrack my mind and be like, oh, this is what I need. And we'll talk about it more
2: later.
1: That's but. awesome. So yeah, just so yeah. we
2: have a feel for what how the podcast is going to go in the future, is are you <laughs> is what's the what's the boundaries of what can be shared and what shouldn't be shared? How how vulnerable are people getting?
1: Uh, good question. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've probably overshared on the podcast <laughs> here, but I I. Uh,
0: Steve is now going to sing that song <clears throat> that, that he was telling TMI. us about.
1: <laughs> you don't hear <laughs> me. It's like a country song. I don't even like. Country oh, that music. makes it even better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah but it was uh it was just he he's a good singer and you could tell it was coming from his heart and then it's it's filmed in this like Nashville uh live studio mm-hmm. and you can see these old people like getting uncomfortable and shifting in their seats <laughs> as it is like hitting home for them and that is also what i loved was seeing their faces and like there's this one where this old guy you just see his big old old guy chin and him just nodding <laughs> going yep that's me
0: that's me i
1: done darn live that <laughs> Dun- I, I, I shouldn't say done darn <laughs> i got in trouble recently because in my act there's a there's an accent uh-huh. that i say is a person from wyoming and they were from wyoming but the accent wasn't a wyoming accent and i said <laughs> and this lady lost it on me and said you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs>
0: Is it the chestnut story? Yeah, it's the chestnut, it story. chestnut story. If you guys have not seen Steve do stand up, you have to go. It's uh, it's really good. It's, it's really good. It's my
1: most it's my most inappropriate joke, but oh, uh, but I try very hard to make it appropriate. <laughs>
0: So I don't know. I feel like I'll probably get fairly vulnerable. Get I,
1: vulnerable. Just yeah, do it. Get I, used to it.
0: I do have a rule, though, like with my blog and with everything, I don't talk about names and I try not to give details so that people can't figure out who this person is, hopefully. Um, that's kind of my rule of thumb because I probably – I don't want to ever hurt anyone's feelings. That's that's probably the big thing for me. But I'll talk about just about anything. But you will learn, maybe not from this podcast, but if you hang out with me, I don't talk about myself a ton. I actually like to just talk about other people. And that is actually a reason that a lot of relationships with me have gone downhill. I've heard that also multiple times. like
2: On your comment cards. Yeah,
0: on my comment cards. Lots of comment cards. Now I feel like <laughs> I need to send out comment cards. I think it would be really funny, actually. Let's make a template. I wonder if I could send them to people I've been on dates with, especially because I have so many guy friends that are married now that we've been on a date. I bet that they they would do it, and I think they'd get a kick out of it.
1: That'd be really nice in some (laughs) ways. I had a girl that I dated who did ask for feedback after the relationship. She was like, what could I have done better? (laughs) Really? (laughs) And I had a really hard time with it. I mean, I think it was very healthy of her to want to know that at the same time, I wasn't I, well, I don't know. I didn't know what that, to that say. Is a weird thing to it ask. was a little hard. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, the dating service that Lauren, my dating coach, used to work for, one of the things that they would offer was they would set you up on three separate dates with people you didn't know. But what you didn't know was that one of them actually worked for the company and would go back and give the dating coach feedback and be like, this is what they do. This is what they should probably work on. But it was you being completely natural because you had no idea which one was which. And it was actually kind of ingenious. I thought it was such a great
1: thing. Wait, did they tell you before, though? And they're like, one of them is a mole. <laughs> I
0: did. because <laughs> Sounds like a reality
1: show. <laughs> yeah. One I of them's knew the
0: because at the time it was for um, the LDS matchmaker. Is that her name? Why am I not remembering this? Yeah, I think it's the LDS matchmaker. She um, She was having me try out her services so I could do blog posts about it. And so she told me. Because it was part of the thing. Uh But I didn't know which one it was. So I don't know if they normally tell people. Yeah. So. Yeah, Yeah,
1: hopefully not. Hopefully Hopefully not, not.
0: because it was you just being very genuine. So.
1: What does uh, Brene Brown say on the. the, I know you've read more of her or or studied her stuff more. And I feel like she's like the queen of vulnerability, or at least she made it a pop. Culture word, maybe. I don't know. Um,
0: I've never actually read any of her stuff. Oh,
1: you haven't. Uh-uh. Oh, just TED talks though. Oh, the Brene Brown. Oh. Maybe I'm uh, getting not, stuff mixed up. You don't up. know who I am. Do you? I'm. Uh, I forgot. Where <laughs> this am I? Is Barbie.
0: <laughs> and now Steve has. Steve is so trying. If he could turn his entire body around away from me right now, because he's trying to avoid I eye contact. I just so looking at you. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and then, like, I wish I could take. I a can't picture. look at you yet. He so could not, not turn his, his face any further away from me. I'm like, Steve, it's okay. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, I. I should go in the corner with the phone. On the wall,
0: I barely remember people's names. Do not even think twice about it.
1: So, Brene Brown, uh, uh, Nick, are you I've familiar? I've never heard the name. Okay. Um, look her up, and uh, she has a fantastic TED talk on vulnerability and has written some books uh, to the topic. And uh, I was talking with someone the other day, and I thought it was Barbie, but apparently not. <laughs> and uh, just fill in a different face Maybe it was. Maybe Finding I just... the right balance. Because there is no, overshares, me. maybe. I, oh, yeah. Not maybe. There is overshares. And uh, it and depends on where you're at in the relationship.
0: That's the key.
2: Because yeah. at some point, again, there is no overshare mm-hmm. hmm. when
0: yeah. you're married or when you're really committed to someone.
2: I would think so.
0: Well, I think, I don't know if you have this kind of personality. I have the kind of personality that people are very attracted and want to come and talk to me all the time, but they also feel very comfortable with me instantly. So my friends will be with me, and we're checking out of, like, the line at the grocery store, and the person wants to talk to me, and all of a sudden just feels like they're my best friend. And they're like, yeah, so I really enjoy this job, and I was molested when I was 13 years old, and let me tell you about that. And it's like, whoa, overshare so quickly. But yeah. it happens all the time to me. And so that's why I'm kind of like, maybe that's why I'm so afraid of being vulnerable, because I've seen so many people go crazy vulnerable so fast that I'm like, ah, don't Maybe that's them. a good
2: question to ask on a first date. How... How vulnerable do you want to be?
0: Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, I don't,
2: I've don't. i never tried it. but
0: There's – so yeah. have you ever heard of this study that – I can't remember his name, but it's like 40 questions to make you fall in love? Have you heard of this? No. Have you heard of this? No. So they did it. They came up with it. And what they did was they put two people who didn't know each other in a room. And the key was you – so you read these questions back and forth and you answer as honestly as possible – and you go through all 40, and then at the end, you have to stop and stare it into each other's eyes for, like, five minutes.
2: Oh, interesting. Yes.
0: But it's to get you as vulnerable as humanly possible. And they have had success of people falling in love and ending up together after this and have never met before. Hmm. So it's all about being vulnerable. So this is something that Lauren, my dating coach, I'll find it, and I'll I'll post the link to it yeah. so you guys can see it. Uh-huh. But – and it starts from like the first question is not very vulnerable. And then it goes and goes and goes and goes. So I don't know. Maybe if anyone has feedback, please let us know. <laughs> when do you think we should be vulnerable? One of these days I'm going to have Lauren on the not show. Not when, and she can but tell us how much. How and much? When. How much? Because you yeah. have to
2: be vulnerable. You do. Otherwise, you wouldn't why would you be dating? On a why date. would
0: you even go dating? Just to make out. Why not?
2: <laughs> then it's not a date.
0: That's true. It's all about the Nickmo, isn't it? Non-committal makeout for another, anyone who doesn't. Another term no. I
2: didn't hear until I was in Utah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: That's such a Mormon thing. Yeah. Um, how long? How far? Like, how long have we been talking? One An hour. Okay, we should probably wrap it up because I don't know that anybody's going to want to listen <laughs> past. this this or maybe they will or maybe it'll make you want to tune in for our next episode <laughs> so we will try to do these i don't know steve and i both travel a lot but when we're both in the same place and when nick can actually be we love having you. this is great um so we will try to do these more often please give us feedback send me any stories you have to barbie does dating at gmail.com We want to hear everything that you have to say, especially if it's nice, nice things about me. But um, thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Steve, for being here and being vulnerable. Um,
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: And thank you, Nick. We so appreciate (laughs) it. All right. We'll talk to everybody soon.